So I've had kind of a crazy thought, and I've wanted to run it by you. What? Now, we can do both, but I was also thinking, what if we thought about maybe going to BlizzCon this year? Fuck, that's... And then... That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, B. Fuck. I don't even know how much those tickets usually go. It's going to be a lot of money. Uh, if you want to look into it, if you want to look into I it, I didn't know if you would be down because I'm like, you know, we could we could skip the hard. con this summer or this fall if we wanted to and go to BlizzCon instead. But since Mom usually likes to do that, yeah. you know, that's a and it me, wouldn't you be and too Mom hard thing. getting a. Uh, it would just be the matter of getting like a few lavaliers to use the. Oh yeah, the the um, lapel well, mics. Put, yeah. Yeah, get a few lavaliers. Can they plug into yes, that? They can. Ooh, interesting. They also have uh, if you get uh, you can get some that have their own their own recording setup. So you know you can set it up to a wireless thing to that. And even then, we could just re- we don't even have to be like recording anybody. We could just be recording thoughts as we're yeah. walking around. That's true. You know, I don't know. It was and the just thing about that- a, and the thing about a lavalier would be I. Uh, we could work hard that first bit to try and tune it to where it picks us up, but not much else yeah. outwards. So it won't be too much to. I don't know. It was edit. an idea, especially considering like four patrons, T and E have a kind of meetup with patrons uh-huh. at BlizzCon, and I'm like, that'd be kind of dope, dude. That would be kind of awesome. So. Because I'm sure, considering this is the odd-numbered year, I'm sure there would be expansion news for next year, because next year would be an expansion. Well, that's the thing, though. It's not even halfway through this expansion. I like that. It's been a year. It it hasn't been a year yet. This expansion, it came out in August. It's only been like six months. Oh, God, it has only been six months. For some reason, I thought it was in uh, last November. Yeah, no, they they do the every other year cycle with the expansions. And I don't. They don't have to do that if they don't want to this time. Because, sure, people would bitch about how you know. Well, it's been too long with the drought. Are you already like, recording. I hope. Yeah, okay. but there's so much drip-fed, <clears throat> well-drip-fed content. That yeah, and I'm sorry. I have a little bit of fun in uh, Island Expeditions. They're act. They're kind of fun. Just it's just. It's what it's it's the good thing about loot and shooters like Warframe and shit like that. You just load into a mission, you kill a bunch of shit, and now that you know you have the you have because it used to be I'd get so pissed off when people wouldn't because you know the point of uh, of them was to succeed to win, and every time people would skip like chess and uh, mining nodes, I would be so pissed off. I was like, why the fuck is everybody skipping this? Then you realize that there's a second game. Kill as much things as possible so you can get the loot, the rare loot at the end, because it goes off of, you know, what you kill. So, yeah, now that you see that it's the way she was laying (laughs) with her snout on the ground. And uh, now there's two ways of playing. You can you can just rush to the end to beat everything or you can be a loot whore. It's nice because, like, you you realize that straight out. I noticed you were playing Battle for Dizarre Lore last night. Yeah. Uh, on, but it was on Squigs, so yeah, I doubt it was, it was yeah. a loot run. Yeah, no, nah, it was Squigs. It was much easier. Much easier. But it's still fucking disconnected. Mage. Like, wow, crashed when I was doing the fucking uh, the side shit on Opulence. 
Oh, I'm so pissed off. Dude, that was so legit. That was a bitch, but I had so much fun yeah. doing that at the same time. Because it was a matter of learning shit, learning what's going on, because that's usually what's the funnest part is and you, you haven't noticed. Gate. That shit was like, I'm there with you in spirit. Oh, got, yeah, because I was looking up, how, I was up, looking up what the fucking uh, gyms were, and I was like, well, well, yeah, you can be there at the end. It'll be fine. It's like, yeah, so I got locked out of the goddamn uh, the phase because everybody just ran while I was looking up what the gyms did. And it was just, I just, but on the bright side, the best part is, yeah. The reaction just in to raid your... chat, just like, I'm just, yeah, but right now I'm sitting here with a thumb in my dick. And just, what? 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, I realize I do that a lot. Like, I... Like yeah, I'll if if I'm worried about falling because this is the first year I haven't slipped on ice yet, and every time if it starts snowing or something while I'm at work, and of course I wore my fucking uh my my Claw goddamn hoppers. no but yeah my flats as my flat Stanley uh. soles, and all of those like I'm gonna eat some ass I'm gonna eat ass that's my that's how I that's how my brain interprets falling, all right it's not eating concrete. It's. I think it's an alteration we call it of eating, eating shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. It it eventually just morphed into eating ass. It's like I know I'm going to eat some ass in this driveway, <laughs> which is really awkward. And if you put that on Twitter, all of a sudden you'd become like the best Twitter follow ever. Everybody'd when, be like, "He's eating ass in a driveway." When I don't realize that I um said this out loud. Going into work and somebody is behind me. Nothing's funner than liltily saying, I'm about to eat some mess when someone's right behind you. Is there a specific person you're trying to will me no. to? Oh, okay. No, this just happened, gotcha. Jake. I said this you keep out staring, loud I know, on but accident. You keep staring at me and you're, it's almost like you're trying to will me into guessing who it was. Who the fuck? You don't know dick of who I work exactly, with. Exactly, but that's just you, the look you had on your face. Which, oddly enough, apparently everybody I work with knows my family out here or is related to them. It's really fucking weird. It's not surprising. That's true. You got to remember that in Davis County, the Adamses are equal to the Daltons in Pulaski County. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. They're fucking everywhere, dude. Is it as bad as Science Hill where there's three names and they're all related? No, because at least there's more than just the last name of Adams and Davis Wesley County. Da uh, Wesley's, Dalton's, and Taylor's. <laughs> and Smith's. <coughs> you never count Smith's. Smith's is no, just a stand-in name, period. That's a good point. But no, uh, yeah, dude, like, you got to remember that grandma's ancestors all, like, came out here with the... The, the wagons and hand carts and shit and settled Handy Davis carts? County. So they, uh, yeah, they're going to be fucking everywhere, dude. Which, uh, which is, point. which is the, the grand irony of everything because Sarai would be like, you're working in the same County where you're probably related to most of these people and they drive you fucking crazy and you don't even know you're related to them. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. All right. I just sent you the thing. Don't open it till we get there. Okay. But I do. Oh, I guess we could do the intro before I get into what I want to talk about. So, oh, so I have to do Hello the intro. And okay, welcome thanks. to another episode of a Red Squirrel podcast. That's Bob. That is Jake. And so far in your ear holes, you've heard us talking about BlizzCon. And Maybe nonsense. 
Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) The nonsense part is a definite change. So I kind of started to rant about this already this morning, but I was listening to, I know, shock, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how Universal Pictures is now going to start up their own streaming service. God damn it. Yet another fucking movie studio that's doing this. At what point is this shit going to be oversaturated? Because I'm sorry, if we have MGM, Disney, Netflix, Hulu, which Hulu is all in, is it CBS or NBC Uh, already? NBC Fox. Um, And then Universal Paramount already has their own. But Um, Universal is NBC. Right, which is crazy. And did I already say MGM? Well, fuck, NBC also had CISO, which only lasted four months. But you have, um, does Sony have their own? Fuck, probably. But... But see, that's the issue, though, man. Why do I want to pay ten bucks for each of the different studios? Like, I get it from a business point of view. Like, you have your shit on Netflix, and it's making Netflix money. Which, in fairness, there's not a lot of Universal Studios movies on Netflix uh, for whatever reason. But it's like, okay, that's fine. I get it. But dude, do you realize that if you start your own streaming service? You are just adding on to the pile and oversaturation. Exactly. There's going to be an oversaturation and you're going to have people who are just like, uh, hell no. So if I want access to your shit, I'll have to buy it in the physical media. Hold on a sec. Uh Uh-oh. Would you plug that in? To what? I realized that the the Zoom wasn't plugged in because I gave you the tiny tiny one that was plugged into this. For the Yeti, for your place. Oh. So, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so so my thing is that's then going to push everything back toward physical media. Um, so I'm okay with everything going back to physical media because I like physical media. If the internet goes down, guess what? I can still watch a fucking movie. Yeah. Because it's not going to be streaming. But I'm fucking sick and tired of it already, dude. I know. I know. It's... It's in it. Everybody's getting it from all ends. Like I, I understand a part of it is it's a good way to keep an eye on your metrics because you have your own service. You can see that, but that's not how it's being. That's not how it's being set up. That's not why it's happening. It is happening because they made money. So if we do it, we make money. No, that's how you get a bubble to burst. That is exactly what the fuck in the uh the game industry the AAA game industry is also doing the same bullshit because everybody's having their own launchers now don't get me wrong steam is a horrible piece of shit it is a goddamn storefront that doesn't want to act like a storefront it's like oh no it's not our fault if uh the games that we sell uh spread hate messages constantly and you know we have no problem with that. It's not our fault that the game you bought is broken and does not have an executable file, so you can never load it. And at this point, we didn't have refunds, so I guess it's not our fault that you sold a product that was that was broken. Of- you sold hate speech. You sold this. Yes, it is, because it is your store. They went to you and said, I want you to sell this, and you said yes. You can sell it on my platform. And so Steam's always been like just a a shit pile, but uh, now everybody wants their own shit pile. 
all right? And it would be great if the reason it started was what it happened. You know why Origin started, like, what EA was touting when Origin came out was, you know what, the problem with I it, remember the Origin problem, coming out, but I don't the remember. The problem with the uh, with games being so expensive is they're a physical medium. If we sell our own thing, we can sell it for cheap. Name me one fucking game that they don't release at goddamn sixty dollars. Oh wait, no, yeah, no, 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 no. That's just that's just the base game. You don't want the base game. You pay fifteen more dollars to get the good version. It's fucking bullshit. There's no yeah. such thing. Like it's no because for them to print the to get the media onto the disc and to buy the discs and have like the boxes and all of that. I think it's like twenty bucks, maybe. I don't even think that's I right. I still would think say it's fifteen than tops that, because but. the I'm sorry, discs are super cheap. Everything the most expensive thing is going to be shipment, and but they're going to they dick the shipping. they're going to dick the transport service anyway with shipping. So because they get to do bulk shipping, yeah. So it's, it's ridiculous. They it's, get that at a discounted all, rate. It's all bullshit. So and and that's that's the key to corporate America. If they tell you that it's costing them something, it's bullshit yeah. because. Everybody's hands is in everybody There's else's There's only one pants. person they will tell the actual cost of things, and that's the shareholders. Because yep. if they do not, they get fined. Yep. If you lie to your share, that's the only pe- that's the only person that, that you really can't fucking to. lie to. Exactly. Yep. Like I said on the last one. Uh, yep. Yeah, we're a product. There's it's it's a shit yeah. system. It is bullshit and one. Well, it's just like fucking Walmart. Like they're they're touting what they're selling as cheap. And motherfuckers don't realize how cheaply they bought that shit. Yeah. Oh no! How and also not only that, how cheaply they forced the product to get made because, uh, damn, bub, there was a a story like I think it was like a decade or two ago about a uh, this lawnmower manufacturer that was just he just started up his own business and it, he was getting well known in the in the state that he was in and Walmart came a calling. And they were wanting to start, you know, uh, having his mower, his branded mowers at their at their locations. But they also gave him a list of materials he has to use and costs he had to cut to make them viable for the price they were going to sell them at. Not to sell them at the price that they were it was worth to hobble the thing to match what they wanted to sell it for. And yeah, the dude called, told him to go straight fuck themselves. And the way only somebody from Alabama can. <laughs> I think it was from Alabama. But, but yeah. no, there was literally it's, it's an item. Shit. I don't remember what it was, but I was using the, the 960 t- tells on scanner thing. Uh huh. And whenever you would scan an item, it would show what it's selling at, if it's about to go on rollback and when. But it would also show what Walmart bought it at. Yeah. There was an item. I, again, I don't remember what it was. Walmart, for each unit, bought this item at $0.99, cents and they were selling it for 10 bucks. Yep. Why do you think uh, movie theaters push popcorn and Coke so much and sody pops? You just bought $0.02 cents worth of shit. For 5 bucks. Because, okay, I want to... Okay, a giant... God, a five-gallon jug or can, uh, a bib of Coke, that's $10. A five-gallon container, or not five-gallon, uh, two-gallon, two-gallon. It was two gallons. 
that was ten dollars. The only expensive shit was the small shit, like the uh, like the uh, Barks Red Cream soda and shit like that. You know that doesn't get sold that often, so they market at a higher price uh, for shipping, just because you know it it's not mass produced; it's semi mass produced. Yeah. Like it's just sugar and water. Well, corn syrup and water. That's all it is. So yeah, it's super fucking cheap. And but in their defense, that's the only way they make their money. Because the movie studios demand such a price uh to to rent Counteract. to no to rent oh. their I uh, their I was gonna say their reels, but you know the That's copies, all digital now yeah, too. Now it's keys, but to rent the, to rent their the film to show nearly all of the uh cost of the ticket goes to the, the renting of the movie mm. for the for the uh for the the the, the, the the theater so they make all their money through concessions that's why i don't hate too much that shit's that that shit's expensive because you know you got to make yours well, you've, you've but, been behind the scenes but no that was before i was behind the scenes then I was behind the scenes, and I'm still pissed because none of that money goes to the people who are fucking serving you that shit, that are fucking pushing it. It goes to their pimps, okay? In true capitalistic fashion. Yeah. And not even people who run the... the it, one person in the theater, and that's the actual manager of the theater. That's it. Everybody else is fucking, you know, uh, foot and mouth, living foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Living foot to mouth disease. Yeah, I don't know. It's something that I heard, and I was. And here's the thing, though. I actually, in general, some of my favorite movies were put out by Universal Studios. Like when, especially whenever it comes to comedies. Scott Pilgrim. Um, not just Scott Pilgrim, but I think of things. Of course, I do. Um, Days and Confused was a Universal picture. Wasn't Hot Fuzz? Um, possibly. Mallrats was Universal. No, that was Miramax. Nope. Really? Mall, nope, because they, Miramax bought Clerks. Miramax did not option Mallrats, so they sold it to Universal because Universal gave them like $6 million to make Mallrats. Huh. And that, that was a good return on investment because like Scott Pilgrim, it tanked in the fucking box office, but it found a wonderful life on- It's more on video. It yeah. was more on video that it got its life. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, Hot Fuzz is so fucking good. Anyway, God, we've no, no no, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. Talk about it, talk about it. I was uh, it, I was watching a a Cinefix video and it was the top 10 um or the best dialogue in movies. Excuse me. And it was um and it started talking about like the different ways that wordplay is is incorporated. And of course, they mentioned uh, hot fuzz. And the scene that they showed was Andy going uh, and fuck off to the model village, you know, because just the the way that language is used in hot fuzz is so phenomenal. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, but no. start at Aaron a Aaron son. Yeah. Oh, okay. That bit. I thought you meant anyway. Nah, never. <laughs> but I did so, see what was it Edgar Wright on Twitter put up this gif of uh of the Lego versions of the Andes whenever they do their walk out and walk back God, in. God, that thing. was such a dumb Dude. fucking. The did you see the gif? No, no oh, I, it's, so fine, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but it's 
that was just a like a great scene just for how dumb it was because not just in a uh, you know they made this bit of comedy. It's since every character in there was an action, what felt like a being, like a person. All I can think of because it was basically saying we're a hot fuss <laughs> turn twelve. That's actually pretty good, right? Um, but in showing that it was, it would be in universe that these two felt so threatened by him that they actually came back for another fucking eye glance. That that part of it is just so dumb and great. Ugh. I know uh, since we were talking about watching shit, I, I was watching a Red Letter Media video of, uh, it was called Review. It's a series they do where they watch older movies, like, like discuss things like, was this movie actually as good as we thought it was? And they were talking about Top Secret. I forgot how fucking amazing that movie was. Now, I've always thought it was great. Right. I've, because, did you know that was Val Kilmer's first movie? No. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking Zaz movie. Uh, a Zucker's, an Abrams movie. Yeah. And it is so good. I forgot. Like, I need to go watch it again now because some of the shit I didn't even notice. And watching that again, I was like, wow, this is some really smart comedy. And it made me think that there's no real good, pure comedy anymore. And it's something That's that true. they brought up. Like, And not just that, like, if something's a comedy, it also has to be something else. Like the first Lego movie, sure it was funny, but it was a kids movie with a satirical uh, mockery of adulthood. Right. All right. It was a it was a family movie first, and then it had comedy. And you know, rom coms are rom coms, and like all these movies, like have not been like. And the only like true just just comedies you really see are spoofs and parodies. And there hasn't been a good one for well over a decade. And Mel Brooks sure as hell hasn't made a good Mel one since Brooks, Robin Hood, Men yeah. in Tights. Because uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It was, was fucking atrocious. We've, we've said this. It's painful. We really should actually do a thing where we watch that it should again. be bad if Encino Man is a better comedy than a Mel Brooks hey, movie. Hey, fuck you. Encino Man love Encino isn't Man. that bad. It's really not. It's just... Son-in-Law might be better, it's just, but... I do uh, love You know what, the... I would say Son-in-Law is better because it's less... Uh, More Carly no, 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 no. And less Sean Astin. Sorry, Sean Astin. Not, Love uh, you, bro, but you're not Carla Gugino. <laughs> it felt like uh, Antino Man was more mocking a culture while oh, yeah. making a comedy. Like making fun of SoCal surfer yes. culture kind of thing. Yeah, when, I'm Orange sorry. County. You know, Valley Girl already existed. The That song yeah. already existed. You, you're done. That's it. Okay. Right. And Surf Nint just came out, too. So you're done, okay? <laughs> Brothers don't surf. Uh, <laughs> Moto surf, dude. <laughs> God damn. Anyway. Dude, Leslie Nielsen is pretty funny yeah. in that movie. Yeah, I still remember the fucking uh, the trailers for it. The little kid saves the world with a game gear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it's so bad. But yep. oh no, a kid who can see the future through a game gear. Uh yeah, dear viewers, I actually was making the motion of playing a game gear. <laughs> but anyway, you definitely digress. But uh son-in-law was more of just a plot. This and is Lane like Smith. wouldn't it be yeah, Lane Smith doing good Lane Smith. Yeah. All right. I Dinical. <laughs> Bear pause. Bear pause. <laughs> pause up. 
Anyway, <laughs> we need to stop having visual Dude, gags on I, our audio medium. I actually meant to set up a phone and on purpose, like, stream this or record it so we could put it up on YouTube or something, but I actually kind of meant to do that today, but... Oh, well. One of these days, we're going to do it. Sure. So, Jake. Yes, Bob. You said you had something you wanted to discuss today. That's what it was. Was the whole with Universal Pictures and... Oh, yeah, we just like deviated more than. Yeah, that was oh. pretty bad. <laughs> Oops, I was banking on that for this episode. You're banking but on what? That because I've brought nothing to the table, ladies. Yeah, Hold on, I, I think I can find my shocked face somewhere between here and my house. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Go fuck yourself. Hey Annie, go say hi to Jake. Good girl, Annie. Fuck, I was trying to get her to skeet on you. Oh, that's something from there. All right. <laughs> Skeet, obviously. No, no, no. From, top, from Top Secret. It's something I never noticed when they brought it up in the in the review. Uh, so the opening thing is he's he's an Elvis parody. Had a song called Skeet Shooting, all right? Or Skeet Surfing, where you surf and skeet. It does a zoom in of the Billboard Top 10. The all three all top three songs are him. All of them about skeet shooting. One of which just titled "Skeet Skeet." Oh. <laughs> God, I need to watch this movie. I really hope it's on fucking Amazon or some shit. You know what's so great about skeet? White people don't know what it means yet. <laughs> and when they the find irony out, of that like, is, oh my God, what we, have we done? That was that we we saw that after explaining to Voldemort what skeet was. Uh, then she almost ruined it. It survived in most ways, like as in most things, oh. she almost ruined it. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna go a little, a little crude on that one. No, no. Like as in she almost ruined skeeting. <laughs> <laughs> He's contemplating, folks. He's contemplating. I was gonna say the time mom walked in on me and her, it was more embarrassing that I was, you know, doing her than it was that mom walked in on me. Oh, that's more just rude. Wait, why? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is going to be the Jake. Bob. No, no. Your bed was a futon. No, this was after Danielle had already moved out. And then I had the bedroom. Ah, OK. Yes. No, even then it was a futon. No. You eventually put a mattress in there. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you no. You still maybe had the, it was the futon. No, you just shoved the futon in there yeah, because maybe. some of the times, like when you wouldn't fucking wake up, I'd tip the bitch. <laughs> but Jake, that thing rocked all the time. How the fuck could anybody walk in on you? It's like, oh, I didn't know. One, the door was closed. Two, there's no way it couldn't make a sound. Mom had to be deaf as fuck. <laughs> Oh, just not paying attention, Bob. That's that's fair. We she could have been walking through, She could have been walking through that second bedroom, and you and Bunny could have been out there playing video games. And I she thought you were going to say finished, playing with each other, <laughs> and could have just finished talking to you and didn't pay any attention. I don't know if that was the case. I don't. I just remember her walking in, and I had my ass in the air. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, and there were no games in that other bedroom because it was like 90 fucking degrees in there constantly. Dude, but that's where we always played was in that that room. Was in either mine or the living room. For a small time, it was in Cody's, but Jake... Not the main living room. The the second yeah, living you said room, the like second where, bedroom. No, I said the second living room. You said second bedroom. Oh, I meant second living room. Okay, I, then we'll find out during during post production and whenever this Unless goes I live. Cut this whole scene. <laughs> if I find out that would. I am wrong, I will. <laughs> I am do. petty. Yes, you are. I am the love child of both race car driver Richard, Richard Petty having Tom. sex with his own son. Kyle. Coming up with a baby from there, and then Tom Petty raised that baby as his own, fell in love with it. They both made passionate love and made their own child. Yes, that's I am inbred petty. Okay. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So, Jake. Yes, Bob. I would like to apologize, dear viewers, for a solid month of weird shit. All right. It has been kind of weird. Yeah. It has it has been odd, but we'd like to return to fashion. Return to form. I give you all, and Jake, please, don't give me too much shit for any errors in here, because honestly, it's been busy at work. I was able to get this done. I had the first one done Tuesday. The rest of it, I crammed through to yesterday, because it's been busy as fuck at work. So now, dear dear viewers. Dear folks. Dear folks. (laughs) Dear folkers, uh, we bring you the eighth installment. Of Order of the Phoenixes, what the fuck, Potter? I think I see it. But... Yeah. All right. Page three, three two six. Hermione notes that there has only been one year that both her and Harry sat down to take the defense against the dark arts test. This is their fifth year. I kind of understand people giving Harry shit now for being Dumbledore's favorite and being coddled all the time and whatnot. This kid has been able to stay in this school and had only proven himself academically once. I would fucking hate him too. <laughs> Now, this isn't me being pedantic or anything, but seriously, Hermione can munch a mystical muggle boner. <laughs> Within two pages, she goes from barely able to croak out Volda Bartfast. Volda Bartfast. To chastising Ron for flinching when he hears her say it. First, why did she have trouble saying it in the first place? She grew up in the normal world. She would have no issues about it other than knowing it's something she shouldn't say at the table at a dinner party. I already have an idea. But good because we're going to stop after this one to discuss okay. it. She should not have had so much trouble with it. I mean, Harry never did, and he fucking has a bit of him playing piggyback on his soul and fought him three times. Once as a bad zit, once as a bad self-insert fanfic, and once as a bad evil baby. Okay. Second, Ron's had Ron's had family killed by the motherfucker. Of course, he would have issues with the name, having grown up hearing horror stories about him. You insensitive shitheel. So what are your thoughts on it? I mean, it's actually kind of simple. Hermione is a rule follower. She's a rules lawyer, so of course she's not going to say Voldemort because in the magical world, it's taboo to say Voldemort. But when it comes to taboos, she also didn't know what a mudblood was. To be to understand True, the but, rules of what you should... Ah, oh, shit, I forgot to hide his plastic thing. But she learned not to say Voldemort. She learned the whole he who must not be named. She learned her place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to hell. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but no, she learned that. 
much, much quicker because people say you know who or he who must not be named more than they would have said Mudblood. Really, though? Would they would people talk about him in normal, everyday conversation? It's like, oh, yes, the weather's nice. Oh, do you remember when <clears throat> he who must not be named tried to kill us all ten years ago? No. No, of course they wouldn't. They It wouldn't come up in normal conversation just as Mudblood would not. Because here's the thing about horrible things. People try to hide them, and and the wizard world is. Rep- that was my arm squeaking against. Okay, there. good. The wizard world's repressed. Okay, all right. They they and also hidden. All right. They don't know about Godwin's law. All right. They don't know to start comparing everybody to fucking Voldemort that they disagree with. Okay, but think about it this way. So in the first book that I can think of, there's n- other than Harry talking to Hagrid. And Dumbledore talking to McGonagall, there's not much mention, right? Until the the end of the book, right? So in the second book is whenever we're introduced to Mudblood, the term, and is also when Hermione specifically would have become more aware of... Because it got shouted at her. uh, No, I'm talking about he who must not be named and all of that. Like, Voldemort became more of a potential existential threat. But she would have learned it at that time and also learned that it's not that big But remember, this is three books later, after Chamber of Secrets, right? This is the fifth book. So, of course, if you, even if we went with just um, uh, Chamber of Secrets to Order of the Phoenix, it would have been built into her to say, he who must not be named. Why? Because, well, with the shit with Jenny and everything else, and with her being petrified, she's going to have, just because it's not given an exposition in the book, doesn't mean that she would have, in some form or fashion... That's not rules following, more though. Knowledge. You're acting but it would like, have, dude. She's a book nerd. Of she course did she's going to know. If she did it because of all the things that happened to her, that's not because of books. That's because of scared. All right, your your, dude, your point was books, books just not... in general. Period. She is going to learn in one Damn, way or another. In one way or another, she's going to learn that it's a no no and that it's taboo to save Voldemort. And because she follows rules, she's not going to save Voldemort. But to actually, no, no, no. The way it is described in the book is. Like she had to stop Voldemort. Herself. No, like like she had the fear that all these other families who grew yeah. up hearing the horror stories had. All right, but she didn't. She came into this anew. All right, she's only known about this shit for the last five years. But that doesn't mean that she still didn't take that tribal knowledge and apply it to her own life. So she's a poser. No. So she's a poser. No. Yeah. No, dude, just because you take in tribal knowledge and you continue to follow that, that doesn't make you a poser. It might make you a follower and not necessarily one of your own mental volition to where you want to break out and think for yourself, but that does not make her a poser. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. The moment she... Okay, just because something is normal in the wizarding world doesn't mean Hermione thinks it's a... We'll follow along with it. Spew, motherfucker. Spew, motherfucker. House elves are a staple. Much longer than not saying fucking Voldemort's name. Okay? The moment she hears about it, 
she goes all fucking first year psych major white girl, okay? And I'm saying my point is the fact of something is a known. Do you in the realize you're world? doing a shitload of what aboutism right now? Because you're basically saying, "Hey, no, 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 saying no, no, Voldemort, no, no. and no, no, then no. I'm using actually absolutely not, Jake. Totally... Absolutely not. My point is when she found out about this, this is how she acted. Why is it when she found out about that would she act differently? All right. Would she fall? Why would she follow the trends on one, but not the other? Because one it's not slavery. what about is and when you're showing slavery and one, and one is, is just is and one is just vernacular, dude. No, one is being afraid to say a name. Yeah, which no, that is a that is a thing. Like at least no, that there, no, there's no there's no defense to saying at least when you're talking about the slavery aspect, but no. She would not have that ingrained knowledge. If she saw one aspect that doesn't cotton with the way she thinks and feels, all right, seeing one that also wouldn't cotton with the way she thinks and feels, but still following along with that one, but not the other one. No, Dude, I don't, I in, don't follow. In, I don't follow. In the first five books, other than Dumbledore and Harry, who actually says Voldemort? Other than Harry, Dumbledore, and Hermione, who talks about slavery? See, there you go with your what about is no. again. Because, dude, it's a the- direct parallel this time. It's not showing something else. We're using these two as side by sides as showing. This is what happens when she was uh, when she was when she was uh, exposed to one aspect of wizarding life. I love okay? that you're getting so butch, <laughs> dude. You are too. Using We're what both- about? <laughs> no, I am not. I no, no, Jake. <laughs> this is what I'm pissed off about. I am not using goddamn what aboutism. It's a direct fucking parallel. She acted this way to A, but differently to B when she was introduced to aspects, to ingrown aspects of wizarding life. Why is it she would act one way to one, but not, uh, uh, but a different way to the other? Why would she buck trends on one, but follow them on the other? Dude. Now, I'm not talking about just not saying it. Just not saying it makes sense because, like I said, it's you find out... You're at the dinner table at a fucking uh, a dinner party. You're not going to shout Voldemort. But dude, just but because she did be not afraid, grow up in the culture, but to be a f- my point is the fact that the way she was saying it, she was afraid to say it. Like Ron would be afraid to say it. See, Dean you, doesn't give two fucks about the word Voldemort. Read, you read it way different because whenever I read it, it's because she's also, unsure. Jake, of I read saying it this it. decade. <laughs> okay, she, no, so have I. When was the last time you read it? Like a couple of years ago, okay. A couple, three years fuck ago. you. Mine was but yesterday. No, no. So here's the thing. She the dude. The the way that to me the way that it reads was that she was unsure of herself just because she oh, did no, not grow up. Just scared. because she did not grow up in the culture, does not mean that she had not learned that it's not a good thing to say his name because and I obviously, that part. obviously, people have physical reactions to hearing the name right so <laughs> so once again yes folks i just made a splooge motion just so you know just so you're that's right <laughs> ashley likes to make that motion She's like, complete anyway. with the wood two the dice roll yep. the dice roll of the fl- yeah, she goes. 
<laughs> Dude, she's so dramatic whenever she does it. It's hilarious. Oh, wow. She starts from the top and goes out. See, mine starts from yeah, the base, and, and it goes flip, flip, flat. And not, it doesn't start from the tip. It starts from the base. It's I guess that actually goes to show you a dude will probably start from the base just because, you know, you start from the self, the center. Anyway. Since it's your so, stuff. Once, once again, so though. So back to Voldemort. <laughs> once again, a social taboo, right? Well, slavery's more than a social taboo, but it's a social taboo Not here, also. though. But w- whether or not you say someone's name is different no than literal slavery, say, dude. Say, baby, I love it, you. It really is different. That's why with Spew... She's like, why, <laughs> why is this happening? So of course it's, I mean, like really, if you think about it from a logical aspect, which she would, right? She's very, uh, she's, she skews logical, even if that's not always the case. Well, that's lot, and I don't know what's the term for just doing exactly what you were told, because sometimes it ain't logic. That's that's like not logic because half the time it's but the book says this but that ain't logic bit lo, 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 and, no. and I don't anyway, disagree anyway it, but that, anyway semantic so dictionary right but yeah but you you use the right word semantically speaking she would have learned not to say that Jake, right this eventually, is wizards it's somatic <laughs> eventually <laughs> she <laughs> I'm just being an asshole she would have learned not to say that but here's the thing slavery is, well, one would imagine universally reviled by anyone with half a fucking brain cell. Right. But you compare that to just saying someone's name, like, people will say Hitler's name, even though in Germany, from what I understand, it's actually kind of a no-no. Like, you can't, like, it's even illegal to call children, like, Adolf. So... Um, it's, it's not, it's, that's more of a, uh, overcorrecting reparation kind of thing. Right. But it's kind and of also the, not showing the iconography is mainly tied to in less, less hiding their, their history and more people can see it as propagating that history, which right. that it's when being absolutely fucking ashamed of a thing. Right. But I see, mean, that's, yeah. that's why to me it is different. Like doing the spew stuff is different than having the ability whether it's seen whether it's painful or not but the ability or lack thereof of saying Voldemort compared to starting spew is different and that's going the the, the I think the main issue here is interpretation of the line <clears throat> because you read that line as apprehension mm-hmm. I read it as her being actually scared to say it. In a way that she oughtn't be. But the dude, think about it. If at 11... is, I would like you to try to read that page again. Okay. Just try that again because there is no way. Because the point, uh, your argument would would uh, necessitate me thinking differently of how I read it. And that's not going to happen because the way I, it was read, the way I read it when I was looking at it was very just. Uh, Voldemort. He's back. Like was and, very and, appar- and the type of fear that her, uh, has been shown that she won't just accept things in this society just because that's the way everything. Well, and is maybe in that part society. of it is uh, Emma Watson's portrayal in the movie. The book, 
I'm talking about the book. I know, but I'm just saying in the movie, in the the Order of the Phoenix movie, whenever she first says it, whenever they're at the I don't even remember her saying it. Yeah, because she kind of gets this look but on also, her face like, do I kind of want to say but it? But also, movie, movie Hermione already knew what a mudblood was, and it was so effective on her, she did a fucking soap opera turn, okay? So that's why the, I'm, I'm not using movie Hermione at all in this assessment. I know, I'm just so saying that may be why I also see it as apprehension, oh. is because that's the way it's also portrayed in the okay. movie. I know that's I not always the case. I don't remember how it's portrayed. But, I haven't seen yeah. the movie in Fuck all, so yeah, I'm going to have to completely defer to you on that. Yeah. Like, you should defer to me on the book since I read the book earlier than you bitch. Sure. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <coughs> That's right. My legs are already far back, and this thing's scooped back. It's going to be hard to kick me, bitch. That's all right. I got my legs stretched out, so I'm not even going to try. Oh, God. The hog's head smelled strongly of goats. Jesus Christ, Aberforth. Also- I did, okay, I will say, I had two paragraphs after this about... How the fuck this place called the Hogshead stunk of goat and how that that's just fucking wrong. And don't forget in the movie, there's an actual goat walking through the the bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a because whenever they walk in, he's standing Her there. Her name is Susan. And there's an actual. She's my friend. Because that's kind of like one of those like little Easter eggs for fans of the books because the goat yeah, just walks for by. Fans, for fans to say, hey, yeah, that's his girlfriend. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> also, to describe how old and dingy the Hogshead is. When Harry pays for the butterbeer, it is noted that the, quote, barman, end quote, deposits it into an, quote, ancient wooden till, end quote, to denote how Jesus shabby Christ the place Jake. is. You don't have to say Most likely. Except this is a society that sticks so rigidly to their pre-industrial aesthetic that Colonial aesthetic. Williamsburg would cream its collective culottes. Culottes. Uh, why is this a piece of note? Does the rest of the town have metal ones from the 70s? Does Madame Rose Murda have a fucking touchscreen POS device? POS meaning point of sale, dear viewers, not piece of shit. Oh, trust me. If you've worked, everybody listening to this has worked retail, know, Jake. Still. It is both. That keeps, <laughs> it keeps causing issues because it keeps dropping the, the serious, serious, serious debit network from its catalog. Jake. Yes. That is something I thought you would know because that happens a lot on POS devices. One of the most common fucking debit networks keeps dropping all the time. A lot of my calls in customer service was, yeah, the point of sale device isn't working. Why the fuck are you calling us and not the point of sale device? It's like, it's not working. Like, for some reason, it's not accepting serious networks. Like, well, then call your fucking point of sale device. What the fuck is wrong with you? I am, you don't call. God damn your bank when a fucking till is busted. Now, I also anyway. want, before we get to the hot take part on this, I have to also admit this is one of my favorite chapters in all the books. The Whenever they go to the Hogshead to start the whole Mainly Dumbledore's army. because you have another antagonist in Zachariah Smith. I fucking, everybody hates that kid. Sort of, but no, I think part of it is the way... Part of it's like Harry's speech, but part of it is also Fred and George. Like whenever they know about the whole, uh, the the whole Harry being able to do a Patronus, and is it Fred yeah. is like, it's like didn't want you to have any more, yeah, and it's we like, did, and she didn't want you to have any more uh, attention attention yeah. than what you already get, and they just have that little like, oh, yeah, I smirking moment. But that's why I love Harry My- and Fred and George, like. When those three, I absolutely love those characters Which together. Really makes you feel sad for Ron more. Uh, but I think what I like about that chapter is, because uh, the thing about Harry, he likes to deflect. 
All right. He has it's easy in the writing that he has uh that he has some fucking uh self esteem issues. Of course. He lived under some stairs yeah. and got beat constantly. No shit. So the whole time he's like, Well, no, I didn't actually do all this. I didn't have this like, yeah, but um weren't didn't you have no help when you were during the fucking Triwizard tournament when you magically were the fir- fourth one? Oh, cheater. Uh, did you have help when you created a Patronus? Did you have help when you did this? Yeah. How did somebody help you do this? And he's like sitting there like, like oh, fuck. <laughs> when well, you finally get like backed into that corner of I can't shit on my – because, all right, take it away from here for a second. But you, but you, that's something you identify with yes. a little more than yes, me. Like I'm I can be humble, that. but I'm not – I don't come yeah, – All right, anyway, so to explain ahead. that, I had my annual review this week. Right. And every time I'm asked – like, you know, how did you, we're talking, I'll barely say meats. I don't give a shit if I revolutionize the way the company I'm kind works. i the same way. I just, I, I, bare minimum. I always think I did the bare minimum. I minimum. actually had to tell my manager, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I crushed it. <laughs> because, like, she was going over all the shit that I've done in the last three months that I started doing. It was like, yeah, all that stuff. Technically, in the last three months, they should have given me one thing. For about half a year, and then I the next one, and I just started fucking do. And because I knew the fact that it took so much off the plate of other people who were being ran ragged, I was like, "Yeah." Considering my whole thing was I need to do more tasks because I'm sitting here with a thumb up my dick, without actually saying thumb up my dick. It was hard not to say, <laughs> but I did not say it on to my manager. <laughs> But uh, sitting here with a thumb up my dick watching fucking shit on my phone while everybody else is being ran ragged, I feel like an asshole. And now I don't. You know, So I had to say I crushed that because that feeling was gone. And it was of, hard to say. I'm kind of the same way. So we write our own evals in the I Navy. hate self-evals. So here's the thing. Like, whenever it comes to grading myself, I'm like, you know, I can give myself so there's... With you know, there's the middle ground, so meets, yeah. and then there's a second, and then the highest, right? I don't put myself in the Never, highest. Ever. I'll put it in the meets or the second one. Oh, I did that once. There was a like uh, one of the options was uses all resources to its fullest. I put that at far exceeds because I was the only person using a plugin on Google Sheets to help me send out my emails, it, yeah. to where it takes me. Like five ten minutes to do to send out a hundred and fifty two emails. So whenever I wrote out like my blurb of what I did for the year, right? Like what I wrote out, I thought I did okay with. But one of my chiefs, dude, she made me sound like a fucking rock star. I was reading this and I was like, "Holy shit, chief, you made me sound way better." Like talking about how you know how fucking on point i was with my uniforms they're always inspection ready there's never any i was like i was reading through this and i was like holy fuck chief i was like i thought i did an all right job but i would like to i would like to take a moment here to address jake's chief directly why i doubt did, she listens why 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 did you do that you do not know our boy as well as the rest of us do <laughs> you have just opened Pandora's douche box, okay? You told him he do good. That is when Jake get cocky. This, you, oh my dear sweet summer child, you have fucked everyone over <laughs> and you have no one to blame but yourself. I am so sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, so, back, 
back to that chapter in general. No, there's there's so much of that that I just love because, you know, maybe part of it is where Harry does have to come to that realization that he is kind of good at what he does. But I also and also that his life kind of sucks because but of like here's the thing, oh god I did that I did oh fuck, like oh shit like here's the thing so I think the reason why I like Fred and George with Harry more than Harry and Ron is that Fred and George have a working knowledge of reality, right? Like instead of bitching about it, like Ron does, they're just like, Hey, we know that things are the way that they are. Like we're poor. Okay, cool. You know, so what? That's not going to stop us from doing X, Y, and Z. They never complain about their secondhand books. Their first thought in um, chamber of secrets is like, Holy crap, mom, you know, buying five copies each of all of Lockhart's books is going to suck, right? So they never complain about it. Ron always fucking complains. But But in Ron's defense, uh, Fred and George have that aspect of we can do anything. Yeah, because I I fucking, I relate to Ron, goddammit. Because Fred and George have that aspect of they always had each other. They can do whatever they want because they always do this. Every time Ron has tried to do something, they have shat on him. Every time he gets an idea of, okay, I'm going to try this, out pops Fred and George to call him a piece of shit for wanting to. Yes, Ron. So I am has a friend, a, George. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, brotherdom. No, mainly dad. I'm gonna mainly say dad. Like it's that every dumb idea you have, like they'll just like pop up out of the closet, like, "Hey, motherfucker, I saw you trying to do something interesting." Fuck you! All right, you're gonna die alone, Ron. You're gonna die alone, you fucko. And yeah, so that's his entire life. Well, less so now because it's not in stereo. Fucking hate you so bad. <laughs> it's not like it's not like George could hear it in stereo anyway. So. That's a fair point. <laughs> but no, it's dude. That chapter, just in general, I I I love it. I like it. Yeah. I love her writing like them. I think it's and the rebelliousness it after the of fact. it. No, no, no. My favorite part is the after the fact when, like, when it says like, because I was almost made a note of it. How uh, before she pulled out the piece of paper, she was hesitant, and it even shows before Harry's like, the with Har- no, no, no. Harry was like, oh, she, uh, she's hesitant because you know it's she's going to be breaking the rules. Def- this is her absolutely breaking the rules. Like, no, she was hesitant because she was she's making them all a sign a fucking con- a cursed contract without <laughs> yeah. their knowledge. Yeah, and when you notice, when you realize that after reading it again, like, like. Fuck, that's good. <laughs> right? It is, dude. Like, Go, Joe. You go, yeah. Joe. So, no, that, that chapter I just absolutely love. Yeah. I, I do. I, I, can, I can get that. I'm reading Order of the Phoenix, and that chapter I wait to get to. and I Like, I just can't. Uh, yeah. I, it has to be when they're fucking running through the ministry. Well, I was going to say through the, that uh, one and then all the shit in the in the ministry like, are the chapters I look like forward God to damn, in that Rod book. Like, just fucking throwing an octopus across the room. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, he's like, they actually stop. your brain. <laughs> they actually <laughs> stop dueling as There's a brain like, goes zooming by. Like, Luna and that Death Eater are, are dueling the and they stop to see. I'm sorry. It, that, that, this is why <laughs> I wanted that to be in the movie because they would just b- all stop and yeah. then you just see Luna flap just hit the fucker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because she cold blooded yep anyway. that would be great anyway right. final take. take time you know I would love to live in the world of Harry Potter 
Sure, there are Nazis who can speak a word and kill you like a fucking Freeman. Oh, no. for I actually, I, no, no, no. It's Fremen. Fur right. men. I actually gave you the pronunciation of Fremen. Okay, <laughs> like a Fremen warrior in Dune, and everyone is just the biggest sociopath, but there is something great about buying something from the store and being able to describe it as, and then I put my nuts on the counter, or my newts, on the counter, and they thank me for my patronage. Jake, it's nuts. It's nuts. You put your nuts on the counter, and they yeah, thank you for e it. Yeah, but there's an E in it, Bob. No. Yep. No. When I was reading the thing, it was K U N T S. Okay. It's nuts. You place your nuts on the counter and, and they, they say you. thank you. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I like what the fuck Potters, because you know what brought this on? After what? they were done with that, while Ron is being all like shitty about, you know, his sister Everything? dating a black boy. Which he is. Yeah. Okay, no, it's because he's dating a boy. But they do and this is why this is the example of why everybody like when that uh when there was that play and they cast a black actress to play Hermione. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, Curse Child. Joe being Joe, she likes to be jump on progressive shit horribly. So she's like, Oh yeah, I never said her race, so there's nothing wrong with that. She could be. But no, Joe, she couldn't be. Do you know why? Every time someone wasn't white, that's their only characteristic to you. How is Lee Jordan described? Fred as a tall black boy who's Fred, a West Ham no, fan. Fr- no, that's Dean. That's Dean Thomas. Oh yeah. Lee Jordan is Fred oh, yeah. and George's black friend. That's it. That is it. If if someone is of of a colored descent, that's their personality note. That's well, not personality. That is their character descriptor. That's it. That's why you can't think like, you know, oh, it could have been like, no, I'm sorry. Here, it doesn't matter in the least bit if someone is or isn't. It doesn't. But the point of her fucking being like, oh, it very well could have been when if someone isn't white, their character descriptor is they aren't white. That's it. That's true. They're actively like it, you have your standard and it could be just a simple fact of you are your standard of everybody is every is everybody. You are your standard. So. If you're thinking of something as regular, you're thinking as you. It just happens. It's it's the it's the way your brain works. Right. All right. It's you and the other, of course. It every brain works like that. It's impossible not to. You can get past it through conditioning yourself to not be that fucking person, but by default, because primal. It's just primal. There's family, other. Close-knit, other. That's it. That's what your lizard brain thinks, Jacob. It's your lizard brain. But anyway, but like I was saying, <laughs> while they were do- talking about like uh, Jenny's boyfriend, she was actively of, like ignoring them. It was like, I think I'll go get a, a new, uh, a new, what's the pin? The quill. Pin, the yeah. quill. Yeah, quill. <laughs> uh, I'll get a new quill. She goes there. Like, okay. And all right. Here's two nuts for the thing. Let's go. Like, she's ignoring their fucking rumblings while she's just like, yes, there you go. I placed the, I, uh, she, uh, while Hermione placed her, you know, paid with her four nuts or something like that. And I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, I put my nuts on the counter. <laughs> That's why I like reading this for this. It is the dumbest shit I'll come away with. Right. Like, you know, feel like baby dolphins. <laughs> and you know he killed a fucking house. 
Varasukasa. But <coughs> anyway, that's about a gonna do it for this episode of A Brother's Quarrel. <laughs> Jake's fucking going at just mouthing along the whole time. Yep. So Jake. Yes, Bob. To keep you from doing that, why don't you tell them where they can get at us? So you can how they can get at us. Reach out and touch base. <laughs> Much like your actual wiener, it just droops. Okay, that's going to need some explaining, so we're just going <laughs> to... Uh, so you can find us on the Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q Podcast. <laughs> did you not hear me whisper podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. That's why I did a cock thrust. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> While sitting down in our can, audio medium. <laughs> you can also find us on the Facebook... Still need to get that fucking website going. Shut up. Just so I can get rid of Facebook. Take a shot. Everybody out there, take a shot. <laughs> That's funny. We should make that the a Jake, squirrel drinking game. Take a shot. Anytime Jake fucking meta games, take a shot. <clears throat> <laughs> Anytime Jake says that should be a thing, take a shot. <laughs> but um <laughs> That's a funny episode of how I met your mother. Take a shot. Take a shot. Two shots. He brought up fucking How I Met Your Mother. Two shots. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) You can also hit it. You can also uh, catch us on any podcatcher you use. If you could, hop on iTunes. Give us a rate and review. And if you could be so kind, share this goddamn episode, even though it's fucking weird. Or share, like, episode 106 with Bahama Mama and Cthulhu Gut. That I started oh, the- re-listening to the drinking story because yeah. I was like, we need to have more drinking stories. I think I don't have many. <laughs> There's Buddy showed me his dick. <laughs> Bunny put his dick on me. I shit my pants. <laughs> I shit my underwear. <laughs> there you go. Those are my drinking stories. Yeah, and one or of which is tied ep- inexorably to the fact that Re- we asked Red for smokes and she got his clothes. <laughs> or listen <laughs> like to the episode. Goth kid she was. <laughs> Listen to episode 112 and especially pay attention to like the last 45 minutes because that's whenever we tell the Jake's a terrible person. Oh, story God. And the cyber ninja sensei story. Good God. Okay, and the, yeah, the, the Claywell getting confused for me at Walmart story. Clay- and- oh, yeah. No, no. I, 112 is great. That was a good it one. It was great. It's great. We had some guests one. on. It was beautiful. Go listen to that. 113 has it's our very statement. See, so there's all sorts of, and yeah. just like the last 15 episodes that you could skip, totally share. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going to let you all go then. I, until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Unless you're an idiot who thinks that Hermione saying Voldemort, she's actually being by, by, pained by wow. trying to say it. Let's make this travel as long as possible. Just keep rambling and maybe I I'll fucking make hate a point. You. <laughs>